0: Here's Autumn Miles. Hey guys, it's Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. How are you doing out there? Fresh show for you today. I am so happy to be back. Took a little bit of a break. Because mama needs a break over here. Do you know what I'm saying? Mama needs a break. Celebrated 15, 15? Yeah, 15 years of uh, marriage to my super hot husband, Eddie Miles. We went to Maui for a week. We have done that for many years. Dan, Maui is majestic. Have you ever been there? No. You should go. It is, it's like God lives there. Although He lives everywhere, I often think that when we when we go there, I'm 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 always like, Lord, if heaven is better than this, you know, like we're gonna be having a ball in eternity. Um, but anyway, thank you for your grace. Thank you for letting me scoot out for a couple of weeks. My daughter also had surgery. My baby daughter. Um, which, you know, like to kill me. That <laughs> was rough. Uh, but she is doing well. Thank you, Jesus, for modern medicine. You know, in this holistic era, I mean, I love organic stuff, like whatever. But thank God for modern medicine. If it wasn't for, Modern medicine, my daughter would still be suffering today. So I am super, super grateful that um, they caught the problem, was able to take care of the problem, and she is on the road to recovery. So, anyway, thank you for your grace. Sorry for telling you all of my secrets and all my and my personal life, but that's just the way it is. Some days at the Audemars show. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening along. Thank you for reaching out to us on a regular basis. We feel, we're, we're we feel in the love. We are feeling the love. Thank you also to all my podcasters. Um, love you podcasters out there. We know you exist. We see you. Hey, what's up? Shout out. Um, listen, if you're listening on the podcast, go over and give us a little review. Would you? If you like it. <laughs> <laughs> don't give us a bad review if you don't. That's not fun. Uh, why would you do that? That's not cool. Hey, do you ever watch? Do you ever look at Yelp, Dan? Occasionally. Do you do you you don't Yelp do you, really? Occasionally, yeah. They've got some good information. Yeah. Sometimes I'll I Yelp everything. So I'm like, is this nail place good? I'll Yelp it, and they'll be like one star, and everyone's, and it really. It really persuades me not to go there, right? Just one bad review can mess it up for well, everybody. I know. Yeah. And there is there so much power in reviews these days, right? Oh. We'll go to, um, my husband and I were going, wanting to go to a steakhouse for our anniversary. And I have my favorites here in the DFW area. I will um, give them a shout-out because I love them. Bob's, I love you with all of my heart. (laughs) But we were looking for something different because Bob's is closed on Sunday. Like, why would you do that to me? Because we go out on dates a lot on Sunday nights. Anyway, we looked on Yelp, and there were some steakhouses we did not go to because of the reviews, right? Yeah. The power of a review, people. So all my podcast people out there... Give us a good review. Give us a (laughs) good (laughs) review. Anyway. um, Okay. So that's my PSAs for today. I want to talk to you about something that has just, just, I really don't have a, uh, like a a title for this, Um, but it's, it's a little tidbit of information that is not talked about very much. We're going to roll back to um, just before the crucifixion. Now, this Easter, I was obsessed with Pilot. I think I've done a couple shows on Pilot this year. Um, but this particular little tidbit of information blew my mind, okay? I want to talk to you about what the name Barabbas actually means. Um, if you follow me a lot and if you've listened to this podcast a lot, you will know that I have adopted to kids, okay? Um I talk about it all the time and I will until I die because it radically changed my life just the whole concept of adoption. We we see adoption in the scripture. We are adopted into the, the family of God. Um and yet it we hear it and we think, "Oh, that's really nice. That's sweet." But once you fiz- like actually are adopted or adopt I don't think this concept could come alive like it does if, if you've actually been through it. Um, when we adopted both of our, our children, um, we adopted them a couple of months apart. It was about two months apart for both of them. And um, I remember when we adopted Moses, I was really nervous. I, I, like I was about to break down in tears, you know, I didn't know. It was almost as if I was going before the judge and there was an option for her to say, you're unfit. Right. Um, I I knew it was kind of a formality for us going before the judge because we had met all the the requirements and, and we had done everything that we needed to do. Um, but we went before the judge. We heard from all the different lawyers in the room. And, of course, everyone approved what we were doing. But then you give you sign an oath. OK, You and, and you recite this oath in the state of Texas. I don't know if it's everywhere, but this is what we had to do um, where it says. I promise to love this child as if it were born to me. And when we went a couple months later with Haven, I'm in the courtroom holding Haven in my arms, who is... Has no idea the significance of what we were doing. Like the little meat, she was only six months old, sitting there, you know, playing with my hair. She was actually eating my necklace when, because I remember my hair being really wet because she was slobbering all over, she was teething. Um, and then comes this oath I promise to love this child as if it were born to me. Those words I have not forgotten up and until this day, because it is, uh, I I, I don't know what the thinking is, why they put those words in the oath, but it, it sort of captures this idea of adoption beautifully. Okay. Um, And in the same way, we are adopted. Now, God loves us as if we were born to him and he cares for us um, like that as well. And it talks about in the scriptures how we are, of course, adopted son, sons and daughters of God. Or he is our Abba father. The word Abba means daddy. So he is our daddy, and a lot of people have talked about this um, uh, uh, a lot. I mean, pfft, Abba Father's been preached seven million different ways, but there is a point I want to to pull out of this about how incredible the um, the fact. That Jesus stepped in to take our place on the cross was, and how majestic and intricate um, the days leading up to His death was. I want to teach you just a little bit about about uh, something interesting about this term Abba. So I want to I want to take you to John today and um, just talk to you about this term Abba that I found very interesting. Um, As I was studying this passage of Scripture here, we find Jesus going before Pilate. Okay, the Pharisees and Sadducees had taken him before Pilate. Pilate is talking back and forth to them. Pilate already doesn't want to have anything to do with Jesus because Pilate is um, really seeing like, what's the point? Like he didn't do anything wrong. Um, What's the big deal? Basically, um, but there was a reason that Jesus was there. So let's pick it up in John 18. I would say, let's let's start in verse 37. There's already been dialogue that has gone back and forth between Pilate and Jesus. And, and Pilate is questioning Jesus alone, which uh, is interesting because he can ask him different questions than if he's in front of his accusers. This is what Pilate says uh, to Jesus. Verse 37, John 18, 37. Therefore, Pilate said to him, so you are a king. Jesus answered, you say correctly that I am a king, for I have been born. And for this, I have come into this world. For this, I have come into this world. Or in another translation, it will say, for this... I was born. So Pilate is, answer, Jesus is answering Pilate and saying, um, yes, you say correctly. And actually this moment, why I'm standing in front of, this is exactly why I was born. To stand in front of you, to do something that you're not going to expect that is going to happen. But this, what what we're talking about right now, um, whether I'm convicted or not, this is why, this whole, uh, these, these next few days, this is, is why I was born. Everyone, Jesus continues, who is of the truth. Here's my voice. And Pilate said to him, what is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again to the Jews who were waiting and said to them, I find him not guilty, guys. Like y'all are there. Ain't nothing wrong with him. But you have a custom is what he says. That I release someone for you at the Passover. Do you wish that I release for you the king of the Jews? So they cried out again, saying, not this man, but Barabbas. Now Barabbas was a robber. So here um, we see Pilate. I I just find this whole passage very interesting here in John. It's a snapshot. Jesus was basically telling Pilate um, he knew exactly what he was doing. He wasn't crazy, even though it kind of sounded like he was a little bit crazy when Pilate was uh, questioning him. Um, For this, for this, for this. I am born. Pilate doesn't see the big problem. That goes out, talks to the Jews and they say, we do not want you to release this guy. We want you to release Barabbas. Now, I was super interested in Barabbas because Bar- There has to be something more significant about Barabbas than the fact that he was just a random person that they selected in order to release. Was obsessed with this for several days, and um, I, I, I just was asking the Lord, make these scriptures alive to me. Make them um, teach, teach me, Spirit of God, about your word and why did you choose Barabbas? And here I, I, I knew for a fact one. Of the things that was, that is interesting to me is that Barabbas was convicted. He was guilty. Okay. Um, he was 100%. He did whatever charges were against him. Murder was one of them. Who knows what else this dude did? He was, he had actually done them and the entire crowd knew that he was guilty. Okay. It wasn't up for discussion. They weren't trying to get the charges dropped or whatever. They just wanted him to be released. And Jesus wanted him to be released more than they did. Okay. Because for this, he was born. Now, as I was studying through just, just how amazing it is that it was public knowledge that Barabbas, was convicted of the crime. Of course, my mind went to me. Um, it's public knowledge that I'm a giant sinner. Okay, it just is. And Cassie, she's smiling over here. She's a giant sinner too. Dan's a giant sinner. We all are. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. It is a. It is a public. Not the Bible preaches that. That's exactly why. Jesus needed to be with Pilate that day because that is why he was born to take away the sins of the world. It is um, we are convicted. The charge has been brought. We are convicted of sin. We have done wrong. So I was thinking, okay, Lord, I see what you're doing here. You know, I've, I've, I've I guess I, uh, I was just kind of asking the Lord to unveil uh, the scriptures to me. And then I thought to myself, what does the name Barabbas mean? And when I looked it up in the scriptures to find the meaning for the name Barabbas, Barabbas's name means son of Abba. And as soon as I found that out, I, I, I guess I just started worshiping myself about the majesty and the beauty of the scriptures, Jesus' name means Savior. Okay, so here Pilate is questioning him, and he's looking at Pilate and saying, "For this I was born." That he, uh, Pilate goes out to the crowd and says, "Hey crowd, do you want to release the King of the Jews, or you want me to release someone else, Barabbas?" So the entire Jewish crowd at that time was screaming out, "Release Son of Abba! Son of Abba! Son of Abba!" You could hear the cheers as I am saying that. Release them, you know, almost as if they have a chant going on between the crowd and Pilate. They want Pilate um, to, to make sure that he knows that they do not want Jesus to be released. But even more than that, Jesus the Savior, wanted to take the place of the convicted sons and daughters of Abba so that he could pay for their conviction once and for all just a few hours later. How's that sit with you today? Then all of a sudden, when I heard the Barabbas and when I I was studying and I realized that Barabbas means son of Of Abba and how Jesus was literally standing there waiting to trade places with a convicted murderer. The concept of adoption came alive for me all over again. He took willingly our place for this, Pilate, for this. Pontius Pilate. I was born. You think you have some control here. And the Jews think that they have some control here and their, their desire is for me to release the son of, uh, their desire is for you to release to them, the son of Abba. But my desire to release the sons and daughters of Abba is greater than their desire to release the sons and daughters of Abba so much so that they think that they're putting me on this cross, but actually I'm choosing to put myself on the cross for the sin. Of the world because I was born for this. I'm telling you what, I um it makes me appreciate the submission of Jesus in a whole different way. This was not a random selection of a prisoner. This was an appointed man that Jesus was going to trade places with to make a point to humanity as a whole. that he had once and for all taken our place. The Jews didn't put him on the cross. Our sin did. He chose to. He chose to do it to care for us. And I just wonder today, you know, sometimes we, I think we downplay the fact that our sin has already been paid. Very recently I um, did uh, spoke on um, the fact that I believe that we are paying double for our sin. Jesus took the place. Of it that day. And then of course. Then he was given his cross. And walked up um, to Golgotha. And was crucified. Your sin was paid for. It was intentional. For this. I was born. I want you to insert your name right there. For this. Jesus was born. To take. What's your name? Autumn's sin. And pay for it. I think what we do is we think, oh, you know, we get we get saved, or there there is a, a, a point in our life when we ask Jesus to come to our life and and forgive us from all of our sin. But it's interesting how I think that we make ourselves throughout our Christian life um pay again for our sin. Jesus paid for it on the cross, but then, oh man, we got saved and then, you know, maybe we had some sort of affair. Or maybe we lied, or maybe we're bad people, or maybe we're embezzling money, or I mean, I don't know what 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 type of sin um holds you in bondage. But then when we come out of that sin, we make ourselves pay for that sin again with guilt, with shame, with um sort of hiding. Uh, what we've done under not not feeling like we're good enough, we make ourselves pay for the sin that was already paid for and what we're doing is we're paying double for the sin that was already paid. Do you understand that your sin was already paid? every sin. not just the little ones, the big ones. It was paid. And that is why the gospel is so. Powerful. That is why the gospel is the one thing that changes a soul from the inside out. That is why, once you have experienced the power of the gospel, I don't believe people can be the same when they have truly experienced the transforming power of King Jesus, understanding that their sins were paid and it was calculated. Jesus knew he was going to take the Son of Abba's sins and he was going to take the Son of Abba's place. It was calculated. It Was planned. Jesus knew exactly what was going to happen. He wasn't. He wasn't surprised at the scourging. He wasn't surprised when he stood before the Sanhedrin. He wasn't surprised that they screamed out the name Barabbas because even more than they wanted Barabbas to be released to them, he wanted Barabbas to be released to them too because he knew that sin was too great a debt for us to pay. So he paid it, and yet we think his sacrifice. Isn't enough sometimes. I just wonder today where you are at. Maybe you find yourself in. Um, I don't know. Maybe you feel guilty. And you've made yourself pay. You said no to opportunity. Maybe in relationships. Because you know what you've done. And how could anyone accept you? And you've made yourself. Today is the day for me to speak life into you. I've got news for you, sister, out there. I've got news for you, brother, out there. It's already been paid. It's been paid. Today is the day that you need to stop walking in the... The thought that you need to pay extra or to pay double for your sin when there was no greater sacrifice than Jesus Christ taking your place, son of Abba, daughter of Abba on the cross. He knew what he was doing. It's been paid. You don't have to pay double or triple. You can accept that freedom right now. And I also want to speak to some of you that maybe you've never had an encounter with Jesus. Let me tell you something. All the stuff I talk about Jesus every day is 100% true. It comes from his word. God sent his one and only son, perfect, sinless son to earth because sin had to be paid for. And he knew that our sin and the things that we have done wrong um, were too great a debt for us to pay. So he had to send his spotless son to, to pay for what we have done. And that's exactly what happened. He sent his son. He was born through the Virgin Mary, grew up to be the savior of the world. And he died on the cross. For your sin. And I wonder today if you need that in your life. It goes just like this a simple little prayer. Um, the Bible says, Believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved. I'm just going to lead you in a prayer today. We don't do this very often on the show, and we should do it more. That's my fault. But I wonder if you would just pray along with me. If you've never accepted the true forgiveness from your sin. You've never accepted the grace and the wondrous gift of forgiveness. You should pray after me. Jesus, I recognize that I'm a sinner. I recognize today that you took the place for me, and you died for my sin on that cross. Forgive me for what I've done wrong. Come into my life. Start a relationship with me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer today, you have made a commitment. It's not just a prayer, it's a commitment and he will come in, and he will bring you abundant life, the gift of his spirit, and you will never be the same. Just thinking of when I asked Jesus to come into my life, I have never been the same. 20 years later, never been this, nor do I want to. Love you guys so much. I hope this encourages you today. It's paid. You don't have to pay double jesus paid and G- uh, i will see you guys right back here tomorrow on the autumn mile show the autumn Miles show is listener supported and your donation to keep her on the air is much appreciated to make a donation visit autumn miles.com and if you make a donation of 100 or more you'll receive an autographed copy of her book of the month this program is underwritten by mary maids of fort worth Your future starts now. Thanks for listening and join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on the Word 100.7 FM.